Yeah, so y'all, I was watching the podcast the other day, and it was on, they were interviewing this quarterback. And so it was a really interesting interview. Uh, he was talking about how the life of a quarterback, like the profession of a quarterback, you have to live a certain role like all your life. So his whole life he lived this role as just playing quarterback. And so they asked him, well, did you ever feel happy or free? And he had actually said the time he felt most free was when they started calling him a draft bust and he retired from the NFL because that was just so freeing for him to actually be able to be his authentic self. And so then that made me think about, oh, it is a lot of power in being truly yourself. And then I thought about a transition I had made recently of just being more authentic to myself, like the I no longer wanted to play a role. So now you see me everywhere just dancing, you know, I'm always going to feel like myself. So I guess I just want to talk to y'all about the power of being like authentically true to you. I can relate to that. Um, I remember at a time in my life, um, I wasn't true to myself um, because I was just basically going off of um, how society see people and how the way I should be and just taking on the opinions of others. But um, I had uh, somebody that pretty much I admired and um, that just gave me a little bit of uh, better motivation to self-love myself and be like, you know what, why are you trying to please everybody else? Just be you. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, um, I like how you ended that actually, be you. Because I know I might actually even worked through it on this podcast before. Uh, I used to always feel like I needed to be a certain, not a certain person, but I needed to have a certain energy in order to have everybody else feel good around me. And it wasn't until um, multiple conversations when I've had, multiple podcast episodes of talking about it, that it dawned on me like, no, everybody just wants you to be you. Like, I didn't need to, I used to always feel a need like I need to be happy because if I come in here down, then I'm draining everybody else's mood and don't nobody want that. When the reality of it is, I know that the three of y'all just want me to be me. And however I'm feeling, y'all would love for me to say that. And so, yeah, I definitely love the be you. Because I think it is important to just be yourself, like never really put on a role. Because when you're putting on that role, you kind of, you lose yourself in a, to a certain extent. And I know for me, when I was pretending to be happy instead of like really just being happy, I always felt like, oh, I had to keep this up. Like if anybody ever caught me down, and it's like, oh, gotcha. And that just wasn't a good way to live. Yeah, being, um, like you said, Teron, um, the biggest thing was um, just like people pleasing. You know, mm -hmm. I put myself always on the back burner and always trying to make sure that everybody is good or um, I'm thinking about their opinions of me. So my reaction was basically based off of, what they gonna think about me if I do this or if I move this way. So just breaking away from that, it was like taking baby steps because all I knew was just that thought process. Mm -hmm. So um, getting to be my authentic self, I would say um, it, it was challenging, but at the end of it, it's just basically like it's freedom, you know, because the only person that I'm, I'm say I'm living for is my for myself, my happiness, you know. So um, 
Yeah, that was that was a revelation for me. I got more. I just felt like it was just me and Steven going back and forth, so I didn't want to go again. I'm trying to think of something to add. I'm going to ask a question. Like, you know, have it, was there a point where you. Have you always been authentic, or was there a point as to where something made you shift and just, you know, make you be your authentic self? I like that question. Okay. So you want me to go from there? Yeah. Um, okay. Can y'all go from there? Like this conversation, like I see it on different levels. And I know that there was a time when people would be like, be yourself, right? Mm -hmm. But myself was, I was, I was shut down and sad and you know, that. And so, but then people want to try to make you talk Mm -hmm. But I don't talk. <laughs> or, you know, they want to try to make you be what you're not or whatever. But then you get the same message, like be yourself. And um, I remember one time, um, you know how people be like, you can tell me anything, right? Yeah. And then, but when you tell them, then they're like, oh, like I can't hear that. Yeah, like that's yeah. that's too much. <laughs> like I can't handle that. Or, you know, like don't, don't ever say that again. Um, you know, like, I know I used to, if I was going to say something, I would say something like, nobody loves me. And then, you know, my mom would be like, I don't ever want to hear you say that again. Or um, I remember saying something to one of my older brothers, and I can't remember what I said to him, but he was like, I don't ever want to hear you say that again. But so it's like, it's your authentic self, or what I perceived at that time to be my authentic self. Um, but then people don't want to hear who you really are. People want to hear who they are. Mm. That's really true. true. And I think that's really the whole point. <laughs> Is that when people are trying to, when you're trying to be a people pleaser, um, when you're not being your authentic self, you're worried about what people think about you, you know, that type of thing. It's like we've been taught to care about what people think um, because if people don't think good things about you they kind of withdraw mm -hmm. their affection from you yeah. um, and so in order to keep getting people's affection you just start doing stuff mm -hmm. that pleases them <laughs> and then you you might get lost in the process you know it's actually you said something that was really interesting to me you said you know like if the authentic me was nobody loves me, nobody wants you to be that. I think, um, yeah, I think I would challenge that thought of maybe that wasn't really the, also the authentic you because no, not even maybe. 
That wasn't the authentic <laughs> you. Like, so the idea of nobody loves me is like, that's just, that's you in your 3D world. And so being the authentic you would be to rise up and out. And so in doing that, you would instantly, like the thought of nobody loves me wouldn't even cross your mind because you're connected to everybody. So who's not loving you? Exactly. So I think, um, yeah, man. Pretty good on the very good <laughs> <laughs> And so, like, I think we get in not trouble, but a lot of times people are like, "This is the way I am. This who I am." And who they are could be like abrasive, could be loud, obnoxious, hurt other people's feelings, and they're like, "Well, this is who I am. Take me or leave me. Love me or you know." <laughs> <laughs> And so I guess that's kind of the same thing I was saying, like um, my what I thought was my authentic self was the person who was, you know, closed and sad and depressed. That's who I really am. So if you want to hear from me, that's what you're going to hear. Um, but by the same token, a person who may be hurt um, and they basically like, I'm going to hurt you before you hurt me. And then they're like, but this is my authentic self. You telling me to be somebody I'm not. Um, but in reality, that's not our authentic selves mm -hmm. and our authentic, like we're covered, you know, in these veils and veil just covered. And we really have to remove all these veils, uh, to get to who we really are, what our true authentic self is. Yeah. And I think, um, I think a big part of it is kind of what you just described is, um, first you got to not change the story you're telling yourself. Yeah, change the story you're telling yourself, but also make sure, but change it to the true story that you deserve to tell yourself, you know? Like, you are loved, and you are powerful, and you are more than that, and you are amazing, and every word can describe every human. Mm -hmm. So you are all of that. <clears throat> and so the veils that you had were just the, you need to change the story that you were telling yourself, I think. And I think that would be, one way of definitely getting to your true authentic self is, all right, first let me love myself, and then let me, why do I feel so lowly of myself? And then it's like, all right, if I can't figure that out, let me tell myself I'm not that, because I'm not that. It's like a, it's so interesting. To be your authentic self is almost like if you start telling yourself, fake it till you make it. I'm hoping that you'll start faking the real you and get there, I guess. What y'all think about that? Fake it till you make it. Mm -hmm. I know we talked about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you ain't gotta fake it. Just I would say, just be. Mm -hmm. If anything, um, but that's also sort of going. Uh, that's that's also saying like, um, you know, uh, if I say be. It's almost saying you ain't got it now, so you still faking it until you make it. Um, nah, that was terrible. I, you know what I'm trying yeah. to say. I'm trying to get it. <laughs> I think I think uh, saying fake it till you make it when the goal is to be our authentic self is counterproductive. <laughs> <laughs> so like, let's just be our authentic self. It's on. Um but it's funny because as I was just talking, because um, you know, I like to flip these old sayings now, like try and figure out like a new meaning to me. And so now I guess the way I'm interpreting fake it till you make it is like, 
I feel like the person who first said that was just saying be yourself, but they were they were they weren't sure of how to get people to get to that next step. So they said, here, I'm gonna give you a little candy in the medicine. So this is how you get to that next step of just being. Because I could see how Alright, if you just tell somebody to just be, I could see how like if I'm not never thinking that way, what does that mean to me? What do you mean just be? So I feel like they say fake it till you make because it's like, alright, you are this. I know you're this. You know you're this deep down. I need you to be. But maybe you just don't see yourself that way. So here, do something here. I don't know. Yeah, so, you know, I, I think there's a little value. It's some value in fake it until you make it. Um, like, I think, for example, actors. Mm-hmm. They are pretending to be a certain role, right? Mm-hmm. They're pretending to be this persona. And I've heard so many times when actors pretend to be a certain persona that they actually become, mm-hmm. they start becoming that thing. And so I think there is some value to, you know, if you're not happy, smile anyway. I think there's some value to that. Um, but I would lean more towards the just be. But exactly what you're saying is, what does that mean? Just be like, I'm not happy, so how can I just be happy? <laughs> you know, or I'm not, you know, abundant, so how can I be abundant or whatever? And so the just be is just to accept that you really are. Mm-hmm. I am that already. I am that now. And then find places in your life where you are that. So where I'm already abundant, I'm already abundant. Um, I don't know, maybe because I laugh a lot. I, I have abun- an abundance of laughter. And so be that, be the abundance. Um, the happy part, you know, you said, so how can I just be happy? Well, then can you just make up something in your mind that will make you smile? You know, just imagine something and just even if it's just for a moment for a moment you're in that energy of i'm being happy in this moment i think with that too another thing you can do is uh i'm sure no matter how everyone feels about their life that they have seen one thing that they feel is beautiful or that they feel is peaceful or that they feel uh represents happy and so if you can find that one thing and think about that and uh, feel that feeling of whatever it may be, then that can help as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I actually heard somebody say, I think I heard it today. They were saying um, something like, if you can just reach for a better feeling, because like sometimes if you're, you're depressed, mm-hmm. maybe you can't come up with the energy of happiness. Um, And I don't know if that's true or not, because I know when I was depressed, it never occurred to me to come up with the energy of happy. Mm -hmm. Like I I was waiting for something on the outside of me to make me happy. But I don't know if someone has said to me, okay, right now, imagine in your mind a happy place. I don't know if I would have been able to do that or not. So yeah, so but they were saying to reach for a better feeling place. Like if you're, let's just say if you're sad, 
like the example that they gave was if you're on a train that's moving 100 miles an hour you know going forward we pretty much know it can't just on a dime start going backwards. But even though I think they can nowadays, can't they? I feel like I, I got on a train in, in Asia that it was like, pew, it was like the bullet train or something. It was like, pew, and then it stops on a dime and then it goes back in the other direction. But anyway, the person who was giving the example and they were like, if you're on a train going 100 miles an hour, the train can't just stop on a dime and go in the opposite direction. And so by the same token, let's say if we're feeling really sad we can't expect to all of a sudden you know feel happy but they're like but if you can just reach for a better feeling feeling a better feeling feeling so maybe you can feel what's what's the next feeling from sad I'll just say tired okay we can go with tired um and maybe a lot won't change like It'll still be kind of whatever, but if you can just in your brain realize, okay, this is better than what it was. And just in the realizing that this is better, the conscious realization that this is better than what it was, <clears throat> that will help you to get better, right? And so then once you make that step, then you can take another step or whatever. Um, yeah. I like that, to do it in a gradual form. If the flipping other than that you know he started talking about the bullet train mm-hmm. it got me instantly to the same topic of well we can't flip an instant but you know if it's if that's the challenging part then the gradual part mm-hmm. is a great step i like yeah. that yeah but i i do believe now i believe that we can flip it in an instant mm-hmm. i mean and i know now i can flip things in an instant but i don't know if when I was to that degree of sadness, if mm-hmm. I could have or not. So it would be great if <laughs> someone out there who is in a state or a space of just feeling really sad um, to know if you can envision something different, envision a different feeling. And even if it's just for a few seconds, if you can really feel that new feeling or not. If so, let us know. Let us know either way. <laughs> yeah, so thank y'all for this conversation. I really did enjoy talking about being your true authentic self and ways to get there. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys a lot. Yeah, that was that was good. And I think really the main point is there is a we all have a personality that's ours and a lot of times we think it's is smaller than what it really is but it's really bigger and um to not get caught up into the physical personality but to realize your authentic self is connected to all that is and it's just (laughs) huge (laughs) but yes thank you that was a great topic (laughs) so thank you guys for joining us and this is Arvette. And this is Steve. Toronto. Rodney. Bye.